producers and directors if you can't hear me let me know ladies and gentlemen brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior family friends and foes and yes even foes in the family and to the standing between the living and the dead by the way in case you have forgotten that is biblical this devotional service is based upon the Word of God it came to me from the Word of God and by God's leadership the standing between the living and the dead prayer devotional memorial family and evangelistic service family members my beloved worldwide uh, this is Daniel White the third president of Gospel Light Society International with uh, the White House daily reading of the chronological Bible episode number 614 where I simply read the Word of God the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order this unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history the present and the future today my beloved we're reading Proverbs chapter 18 verses 1 through 12 Proverbs chapter 18 verses 1 through 12 if you don't have a form of the Bible make sure you get one don't just listen to me you need to see you need the you need to see the words of God shall we pray Holy Father God Hallowed be your name tonight as always for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. And Lord, we come before your throne of grace, knowing that you have asked us to come boldly. And yet, Lord, uh, we feel so wretched that it's hard sometimes for us to go to your throne of grace boldly. And so, Lord, we definitely want to come to your throne of grace. And, Lord, we come 
uh, even at your great invitation, humbly, as we should. And Holy Father God, I praise you tonight for salvation and spiritual and family, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you bestowed upon me and my family and the ministry for over 42 years by divine, miraculous intervention. I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. And I thank you for all of the hundreds of folks that you touch their hearts to stand with us at different stages throughout these past 43 years of preaching the gospel and preaching your holy word. And Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I praise you and I thank you for your love, your mercy, and your grace. Your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And Lord, I pray that you would grant me and all of us who are saved your energy, your strength, your unction, and your anointing, your freedom, and your liberty, and the power of your Holy Spirit to pray, to read your Holy Word, to teach your Holy Word, to preach your Holy Word, the whole counsel of God, and to preach the Holy Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. For we cannot do any of that effectively, uh, as you know, Lord, without, without you. For you have reminded us from your Holy Word. You have told us from your Holy Word. It is not by might nor by power, but by my Spirit, saith the Lord. And Lord, I humbly ask uh, for more wisdom and knowledge and understanding and insight and discernment as you have blessed me with those things in abundance. I still want and I still humbly ask for more. And uh, Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you will indeed uh, have mercy, have continued mercy and grace upon each and every one of us who name the name of Christ Jesus uh, and who are born again in a very real sense. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our sins, our faults, and our failures. As we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would crush and crucify our flesh. The old man within us and fill us, Lord, afresh and anew with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord, of your Holy Spirit. Put a God in our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes, and our temperaments that we will not sin against you. 
or anybody else. And Lord, I do pray that you will deliver each and every one of us who are saved by your grace and born again from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. And Holy Father God, uh, give us, uh, and Lord, I do pray, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. And Holy Father God, I pray that you will help us all who are saved around the globe to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you our first love. And Holy Father God, we pray tonight for the salvation of the lost. Lord, as you know, I believe and have believed for many years. I just didn't say anything. I believe that my wife, Marika White, is lost. Her soul is lost. Uh, Lord, I pray that you would open her blinded eyes and unstop her deaf ears and help her to lay aside uh, her stubborn, uh, pharaohistic style, Jamaican style pride, which is a hard nut to crack so to speak, Lord, as you know. And Lord, I do pray that she would be the first in her family to lay it aside and uh, finish her life well and victorious, not uh, uh, in the way that so many of her family members have finished their lives. And we pray, I pray for them and my wife is here with me tonight, and Lord, I pray that she will get on praying ground so that she can pray for them and to be a living witness towards them. She's already done better than all of them by staying married and not divorcing. And uh, Lord, I do pray, uh, and I thank you that uh, I'm doing what my dad and mom did by your grace. That's the, the best thing they ever did. It was, a, it was a terrible marriage and family life, but the best thing they did for me and the rest of their children is that they stayed together. I don't understand why. I've never experienced being in a broken home and family with a husband and wife divorcing. I don't know why my dad and mom stayed together other than you and other than the fact they came out of broken homes. Uh, my dad never had a dad. His dad died. It was really not a broken home. His dad died, but fractured at least. And, uh, uh, and uh, I believe that my mother was hurt that her dad and mom did not stay together. And her mother went with her new husband and the three boys and left her with her great-grandmother. And this is how they did back in those days. It's a terrible, terrible thing, terrible thing. And I believe that she felt all alone and left out and hurt people, hurt people. 
And so, uh, but I do thank you, Lord, that they did the best they could with what they had. And uh, I thank you, the Lord, that uh, under my mother, uh, she kept us in church, even though we were lost. All of us were lost. And I do pray for her salvation tonight. I pray for my sister Sheila's salvation, my sister Timlin's salvation. And I pray, Lord, that they will obey your holy word and not continue and leave their children to continue in the same old wicked and ungodly religious but lost way. And we pray for Marika White's mother and her two aunts and her, all of her family members. And Lord, I pray tonight that your Holy Ghost would not leave these people and not give them rest and that your Holy Word would not give them rest until they come to know your Savior and repent of their sins. And then, Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight, in a very real sense, very sincerely, as you know, that, uh, and I've been praying this as my ch children have been witnesses, and you have witnessed down through the years. For over 34 years, I've been praying uh, for at least 34 years, I have been praying that, Lord, you would cast the devil and the demons of hell out of my wife, Marika White, and others in our family. Cast out the satanic, demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias out of her heart, mind, soul, and spirit. Which the devil uses her at will to try to hinder the gospel, to try to hinder the preaching of your holy word. It, it has been the strangest uh, experience uh, in my service to you for over 43 years. And it's only strange, Lord, because sometimes we don't believe your word is true, uh, unfortunately. And, uh, uh, but uh, you have shown us and you will show us that everything in your holy word is true and that we need to do what you tell us to do such as praying without ceasing such as praying recognizing that there are people around us who are demon possessed Lord with the crime wave that we see in this country alone it is inexplicable outside of people being demon-possessed. And so, Lord, I pray uh, for my own wife and children and family, Lord, that you will save those who are lost and that they will allow you to save them. Put a desire in them all to get saved and to believe in Jesus Christ. And then, Lord, cast out the hold, the stronghold that the devil and Satan has in my wife's life and in the lives of others in our family. Tear down, Lord, these strongholds. Tear down these generational curses, as some people call them. But they're basically satanic strongholds that need to be broken. And Lord, I pray that uh, you will break them, not only in our family, but in thousands of other families. 
millions of other families around the world, especially those religious but lost. And Holy Father God, so many people have found out, as you know, Lord, down through the past three years, all of that talking about strongholds and uh, generational curses, they're not as easy to break as uh, how people have talked about them. So give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil tonight. Please rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts. From our family and all other Christian families that name the name of Christ. And Lord, help everybody who is saved to confess their sins and repent and get back to you, our first love. And Lord, we pray for the salvation of the lost around the world. We pray for the revival of the saved the healing of the sick according to your will, and we pray that you would comfort those who are grieving and mourning around the world and draw them to yourself for salvation. And Holy Father God, we pray that those of us who are saved, you, you would lift all of our burdens, cares and worries and anxieties and troubles and problems and fears. Fill us with your peace that pass of all understanding, your joy unspeakable your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, tonight. We pray, Lord, that you would deliver us from all of our distresses and afflictions. Deliver us who are saved by your grace and born again from all tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations and tests and tensions. And deliver us, Lord, from all of our spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, family and financial, uh, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems that we face, especially considering what has hit this nation like never before, the coronavirus plague while people are still trying to do the happy talk dance when there's no place for that. For this is a very serious matter and especially our young people need relief <coughs> uh, because of the situation as it is. And so Holy Father God let your will be done with all of that. Again I pray for my son Daniel White the fourth to uh, step up and to uh, take care of another bogus, uh, unnecessary, frivolous lawsuit against black Christian news all of a sudden and out of the blue, uh, as he had to do years ago. And Lord, I believe it's the same one, and the people have forgotten that uh, that was resolved. And now they're with another law firm trying to sue Black Christian News uh, for no reason. And uh, Holy Father God, uh, we're not the only ones. Other organizations that stand for your word are under attack 
today like never before, even by the U.S. government. God have mercy and deliver us once again. And Holy Father God, we pray that you'd give us great victory over the devil and his cohorts. And uh, Lord, I pray that you'll pave the way for us. And uh, as you have done in the past. And I know that you will. And I give you the glory, praise, and thanks already in advance. And so, Holy Father God, we pray also, we thank you so much for remembering mercy and grace uh, in the midst of your chastising and rebuking Christians, punishing others, uh, reminding all of us that you are in control and this is your world and that uh, when we violate your word and push you to the periphery and marginalize you and disrespect you, especially as your people, as we have in such an ugly fashion, uh, that you do not play that. And the world needs to feel it and see it too, and you're making them do that for their own good so that they will begin to turn their heads towards you and come to know Jesus Christ as Savior and for Christians to come back to you and get back to you, your first, their first love. And Lord, it's all uh, such a beautiful thing what you're doing. But thank you for your mercy and grace still. For you have, even though people are hurting and suffering like never before. And to them they think this is the worst. But we know that this is not the worst that you can do. And so I humbly pray that you would continue to show that mercy and grace as you chastise us and rebuke us. And punish us for our evil foolishness. For we deserve it and more. In fact, we deserve to go to hell. God have mercy and protect us, Lord, from a housing crisis worldwide, food crisis worldwide, medical crisis worldwide, uh, because I, uh, I know that, uh, and we know that it can get worse uh, than this. And so, and then, Lord, a utilities crisis. And at the same time, though, Lord, help people to see the warnings the warning signs so that they can get prepared because if we in the church don't repent and it does not seem like many pastors in the church are doing so for they are responsible for this that is going on today uh, and uh, and they're not we don't hear anything from the pastors today as we should uh, who have been bribed with Judas money uh, they can't say anything because they have been uh, they have been paid the 30 pieces of silver. And it is a shame. And another reason why we don't hear from pastors is because most of them have quit on you. Which means they, ne they never knew you and they never were called by you to preach because uh, a true uh, God-called preacher can't quit on you, will not quit on you. Uh, these people were just hirelings, sad to say, and were predicted that they would fall and quit. 
and they have. And so, Holy Father God, we pray that your true church would have genuine revival and hold up the blood-stained banner and march on. Uh, not necessarily to save a nation, but to save souls. And Lord, if the nation gets saved by, saved by that, then all glory to your name, we pray. In the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, tonight, that you would protect my family and all other Christian families that name the name of Christ around the world and others. And Lord, uh, I pray for the salvation of those who are lost in the world. Protect us all, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Receive all glory, praise, and honor to your name. Lift up your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. For it is in his holy name we pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus, our Lord, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God the Holy Bible. At Proverbs chapter 18 verses 1 through 12. Through desire a, a man having separated himself seeketh and intermeddleth with all wisdom. A fool hath no delight in understanding but that his heart may discover itself. When the wicked cometh, then cometh also contempt, and with ignominy reproach. The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters, and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. It is not good to accept the person of the wicked to overthrow the righteous in judgment. A fool's lips enter into contention, and his mouth calleth for strokes. A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are the snare of his soul. The words of a talebearer are as wounds, and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. He also that is slothful in his work is brother to him that is a great waster. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. The rich man's wealth is his strong city, and as an high wall 
in his own conceit. Before destruction the heart of man is haughty, and before honor is humility. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you so much for your powerful and holy word. Now, Lord, that my staff and I are embarking upon a new schedule after 800 plus services to give them a break, but at the same time to still do ministry and to give myself a break, but, but not just take off as I have in years gone by because the times are different. Lord, I have no right to take the month of August off considering the situation that we all are in. And Lord, I don't believe any preacher has the right to take the month of July or August off or part of September up until my birthday as I normally do because we're not living in normal times. And so give us all who are saved by your grace and called by your grace to stand flat-footed and preach and teach your holy word and pray until you come or until we die. And Lord, I have found that you bless that. And uh, just like people who give uh, money a lot to you who are saved, they get blessed with more. Preachers who serve, who are called by you, and who preach more and use their talent for your glory, they are blessed more in their lives in so many ways. And so, Lord, I pray that people will serve you more and not worry about preserving their health. Help them to understand the more they serve you, the more good health and strength you will give them if you can count on them to be faithful. And so, Lord, I give you the glory, praise, and honor for this time tonight around your holy word. And I do pray that you will uh, save those who are lost and revive those who are saved. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friends, Let's pray for our memorial list and pray for some others as well over our <coughs> request prayers. Holy Father God, we pray, yes, for the millions who are hurting from the coronavirus plague, but we also pray for a few families by name. We pray for the family and friends of Germany resident Lara Emmy Maywald. We pray for the family and friends of Germany resident Emily Goethe. We pray for the family and friends of Germany resident Austin Nist. And Lord, we pray now for all of the prayer requests that have come in, not only these, but Lord, thousands of others down through the years and Lord we uh, will not forget them by your grace 
And we pray for all of the people that we have prayed for in the past and prayed for them by name and per their need and requests. We pray today for the salvation, spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all who have sent in prayer requests over the past 40 three years, and Lord, you know all of their names. Uh, we have the lists of names, but Lord, I cannot remember them all. And so, Holy Father God, I know that you can. And Holy Father God, thank you for reminding me of that, that which is very important. And Lord, I do pray also uh, Lord, for I uh, pray that you will protect them from the coronavirus plague. And Lord, we also pray uh, for uh, PTK. Please renew his hunger for your word. Give him joy. Bless him with goals and hobbies. Give him discernment on which group of Christians he should fellowship with. Deliver him from anger and enable him to be a good father figure for an orphan boy who he knows. And Lord, we pray for Pastor Bushibi. We pray with him and thank you with him for the great Sunday services that they've been having at Kabula Church and his church and other churches that they are responsible for uh, starting and planting. Please supply all of their needs individually and collectively and as a ministry during these tough times. Protect them and provide them with the food they need throughout uh, the August election uh, period. We pray, Lord, for Jesu. Please bless him with a job as well. And now, Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for the privilege to pray for these. And now we pray for the salvation of the lost and for the revival of the saved. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you are with us tonight and uh, you uh, have not experienced the free pardon of your sins by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, let tonight be your night. Jesus Christ said the most wonderful, most loving, and most important words ever said to mankind in the history of the world. Jesus Christ said, For God so loved the world that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That is your ticket to salvation and to heaven. And uh, you will not go, you will not perish in that awful place called hell that Jesus said 
The fire shall never be quenched. The fire shall never be quenched. The fire shall never be quenched. You need to understand clearly that you are a wicked, evil, ungodly sinner. You know why the world is messed up? Because it is full of messed up people. You know, you know why marriages are messed up? Because they have wicked, evil sinners in the marriage and in the family. And you need Jesus Christ to save you from the power of sin and from the punishment of sin. The Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. That means that the reason why you die, and this will be a revelation for, for some of you who have graduated from Harvard and Oxford and Yale. We do not die because of a disease. We do not die like multiple people died in a city in America today at a terrible, in a terrible crash. Even a little baby died. I believe the mother died. About five or six people died in one crash, fiery crash. But we don't die because of the fiery crashes. We don't die because of cancer. I know this is uh, counterintuitive. We don't die because of the coronavirus. We die because of our sins. We have a disease already called sin. Sin sickness. We were born with it. It is our nature to sin. You don't have to teach a little toddler how to sin. She already knows and he already knows. And you will find out soon enough how much of a sinner they are. We have sinned against God by lying, by breaking his Ten Commandments, by stealing, by robbing, and people are doing it wholesale today. This once great nation has run amok with crime and robbing and stealing, hoodwinking people, and then beating them half to death for nothing. I just saw the other day a Chinese woman beaten by three thugs within an inch of her life. And not a young woman, an older woman. She tried to slam the door lock and could not push the little door stop. And they jumped on her again. We live in a sin-cursed world. And you are a sinner too. This is why you can sit and watch the news while you eat dinner. 
and say tisk tisk and not feel the pain of these people. Some people watch news as entertainment. We are sinners because we have lusted after people and things in our hearts. We have coveted what other people have and we have become envious of other people. You have rich billionaires who are envious of what other rich rich billionaires have. It is our sinful nature. Many, many young people and people of age have disrespected and dishonored their parents. I'm just sharing with you the Ten Commandments that we have all broken. And the Bible says that God is angry with the wicked every day. We have broken His commandments. And so many have dishonored God by taking His holy name in vain. That's just five of the Ten Commandments I just named. Did they find you in your sins? If not, how about adultery and fornication and homosexuality? These are all sins in God's sight. God is not pleased with any of it. Period. He's not pleased. And, and he wants you to understand that he does love you so much that he sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, called the Lamb of God, who has taken away the sin of the world, to suffer, to bleed, and to die in your place, and to pay your sin debt on the cross. He was buried and rose on the third day. He, as the songwriter says, he paid it all. All to him we owe. So that means that no matter how rich you are, you can't pay for this salvation. It is a free gift. Because I don't care if you're Elon Musk. I don't care if you're Bezos. I don't care who you are. The head of Facebook. Combined, you don't have enough, enough money to pay for this salvation. You think you have enough money? To pay for the blood of God Almighty, who laid down his life for you, his son, Jesus Christ, the son of God. And if he's the son of God, he is God. Make no mistake about it. That's why the Jews killed him, because they understood that. They understood that if he's calling himself the son of God, and he is, then he is God. That's why they killed him. That's why they had the Romans to kill him. For that reason right there. They didn't know he was dying for the sins of the whole world, including theirs. That he was, and he is, as John the Baptist, through divine revelation, called him. The Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. The only divine revelation could tell John the Baptist. He was just... You know, old-fashioned prophet out there in the wilderness, eating grasshoppers and honey. How could he never educated? 
Never went to Oxford, never went to Harvard, never went to Yale. He didn't even go to high school, I don't think. So God told him, when he saw Jesus, Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. Your sins, Yale graduate, your sins, hedge fund manager, banking millions off of the backs of other people, your sin. Side pieces, bishop, priest, pastor, child molesters, your sin. He died for your sins. Religious, but lost. Irreligious, but lost. Educated, uneducated. Rich, poor, black, white, red, or yellow, all precious in his sight. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, my dear friend, tonight. Before it is eternally too late. Because hell awaits you. And that's what God wants you to understand. Now get the logic. If God will allow you to die from this beautiful ball called earth, which hangs on nothing by his power and by his word, Somebody said the other day that we had our shortest day ever because uh, the earth did something. Well, make no mistake about it. God knew all about it. And, and, and man may not even know what they're talking about. I don't know. But I know this. God holds up this earth by himself. Hanging on nothing but his word. Now follow this. If God will allow you to die from this beautiful ball called earth, and that is what you're on, that is mind-boggling in itself. Then he will allow you to go to hell if you reject his son, the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. I've already named some of them. He died for all of that. And all of the sins in the black and dark night that you have done, that you think God does not know about and nobody else knows about, but I assure you, God in heaven, they know about it. If Google can keep up with you and remember everything about you, where you have been, where you are, and where you're going, uh, rest assured, God who created Google, because God created the people who put Google together, so therefore, God is the creator of everything. Uh, God can keep it with you. He knows exactly where you have been, where, where you are now, and what you're doing. He has it all calculated how many sins you have committed, which may be in the millions over your lifetime. That's a whole lot that Jesus Christ died for. I would urge you to hurry up and believe in the Son of God. Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ made it clear. Hell is a place where the fire is not quenched. Hell is a place where the fire is never quenched. Hell is a place where the fire, the flames, 
are never, never, never quenched. And it is forever and ever. And you can sit there and doubt that and not believe that. I assure you your unbelief will not change a thing. And God has made a way for you to get saved from the flames of hell. Which is your punishment, your payday for all of your sins. So if you want to be saved from hell tonight and uh, be saved to heaven, believe in Jesus Christ who said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Call on his name, for the Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Believe in Jesus Christ tonight. Let's pray together. Follow me in the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart in none other than Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. I have broken your Ten Commandments and for Jesus Christ's sake I do pray that you will have mercy and grace upon my soul and please forgive me of all of my wicked sins and help me to truly repent of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart in you, Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of Almighty God. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul forever from that awful place called hell and save my soul to that wonderful place called heaven even though I don't deserve it. Help me to turn from all of my evil ways and to follow you Lord Jesus Christ in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake, amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ as the Bible tells you to do, and you pray that prayer to God by faith, and you believed by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, based upon the word of God, the Holy Bible, 
I declare to you that you are now saved from hell and you are saved to heaven by the grace of God. For salvation is a free gift to you. Receive the gift, receive the gift, and give God glory, praise, and thanks. To grow in the faith, in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book free of charge. It's a free download. You can begin reading as soon as this service is over. The book is titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ is the door by your believing in him and calling upon him. You just entered that door. And this little book will take the Bible and show you your next steps uh, to become and be the Christian disciple that Jesus Christ and God wants you to be. Also, email us and let us know that you got saved uh, so that we can rejoice with you. And also... Uh, send you some uh, more material to help you to grow in the faith. If you have a prayer request, please send that in to the same email, dw3 at gospellightsociety.com, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer. Let's all stand for our closing prayer. Holy Father God in heaven, I praise you and I thank you so much for what you have done in this uh, standing between the living and the dead devotional service. And I pray that Lord you will bless your people who are willing to confess their sins and repent. And help us all, Lord, to pray without ceasing. Until next time, according to your will, if you should tarry your coming, and if you will allow us to live. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray and forsake. Amen. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time.